We're going to continue our study of what we believe this morning. Now let me ask you, what is Sunday to you? What is Sunday? Is it, uh, is it because you go to church because it, that's habit, you know, that's what you do on Sunday? Is Sunday a special day for you? Is Sunday, you know, a day that you do specific things? Uh, for instance, uh, go, to, go to lunch or dinner with family or something like that. Do you spend Sunday doing something to set it apart from the rest of the, of the week? We're going to talk about the Lord's Day today. And we're also going to talk about Sabbath because, honestly, we get these two confused, the Sabbath and the Lord's Day. And I want to show you from Scripture how how that changes, and so how, that, how, that, uh, how Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, as we read earlier, and so uh, he, he changes how the Sabbath is. And so uh, first let's read the article. It is up here behind me. This is the article from the Baptist Faith and Message on the Lord's Day. And it says, the first day of the week is the Lord's Day. It is a Christian institution for regular observance. It commemorates the resurrection of Christ from the dead and should include exercises of worship and spiritual devotion, both public and private. Activities on the Lord's Day should be commensurate with the Christian's conscience under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So let's, let's look at what Jesus had to say about the Sabbath. And it, that's in Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 23 to 28. Mark chapter 2, starting in verse 23. On the Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to make their way, picking some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, You ever read what David and those who were with him did when he was in need and hungry, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence? which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priests, and also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. So then the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. So let's talk about the Sabbath first. The Sabbath begins actually in Genesis chapter 2. God rested on the seventh day. Now, do you think God needed the rest? Or do you think creation needed the rest? It was creation that needed the rest. God didn't need to rest. But he was setting a, a, a precedence. He was setting a pattern for us to follow. A day of rest. A day of rest and that, that he, he then commands in Exodus 20 in the Ten Commandments, he commands to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy and then he says that no work can be done on that day. It's, it's Exodus 28 through 11, if you want to mark that down. And so <clears throat> no work can be done. And, and, and so he, he literally ties the Sabbath back to Genesis, actually, in that, in that command. He says, God rested, and so you are to rest. And so that's, that's where we have this idea of the Sabbath. Now, to a... To a Jew, it became a matter of, of religious, uh, it, it was central to the religious of a Jew. 
It, it was central to the life of a Jew to have a Sabbath day. In fact, it became part of a national identity because, remember, in the commandment for the Sabbath, no one could work, including the non-Jew that happened to be in Israel at the time. No one could work, not the animals, not the servants, no one. So it became a matter of national identity because all of the, all of the, the countries around it did, took Saturday just like every other day. But the Jews were different. And if you were in Israel, you couldn't trade on that day. You couldn't do business on that day. It was, so it became a national identity thing to observe the Sabbath, to rest on that day. Now, that what, what religious leaders did was took a good thing and made it bad. <laughs> Not the first time, but, but they took the Pharisees, who, by the way, the Pharisees, we, 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 uh, we only know them really from the New Testament, and they're just kind of uh, always in conflict with Jesus, especially over the Sabbath, as a matter of fact. But if you go to, the, uh, if you go to history, then in the intertestamental period, as it's called, the time, about 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Pharisees were the ones that kept the, the Jewish people observing their faith. So they were good. But power corrupts, and, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, as they say. And so the Pharisees became, they, they actually took this law, the Sabbath law, and created a bunch of laws on how to keep the Sabbath. Because it says not to work. Well, what's work then? And so they, they literally defined, like lawyers, they literally defined every word of the commandment and made it into what it was in Jesus' time. And, and what it was in Jesus' time was you couldn't light fire. You couldn't, uh, you, you couldn't prepare a meal. You had to eat stuff that was made the day before. You, you couldn't walk too far. You couldn't do anything that was considered work. In fact, uh, uh, you couldn't take a bath because if you took a bath and went over and, and, and had water droplets still on your leg that were, and got too close to the stove and that water droplet evaporated from the heat, then you were cooking and so it was, it, you couldn't do that. I mean, they literally defined every single word, and, and it became something that it was never meant to be. So we see in this passage in, in, in Mark their understanding of work. The, uh, Jesus is not doing it, but his disciples are, are picking heads of grain and eating them. Picking heads of grain and eating them. Now, that in and of itself is not illegal. In fact, in the Levitical law, it, it, it said that the outside edges of a field were to be left unharvested so that people traveling through could do this. And the poor could glean the fields on the edges of the fields. And so the, the, the fact that they're taking these heads of grain isn't the problem. The problem is they're doing it on the wrong day. They got hungry on the wrong day. That's essentially the problem here. Now, Jesus brings up David in this passage. He brings up the idea that David ate the, the bread of presence. And that's in 1 uh, Samuel 12. And 
David goes in there. He and his, and his uh, they're running at the time from Saul. And so David is, is hungry and his, his cohorts, his, his fellow soldiers are hungry. And so they take the bread of presence that's only for the priests in that, uh, from, and, they, and they eat it. Now, the Pharisees had nothing to say about David. They loved David. And so if David did that, well, then it was godly. David ate the bread that only the priests could eat. These guys are picking heads of grain and eating them on, a, on the wrong day, and they're after these guys. So you see how, uh, what the Sabbath became. And, and Jesus is in constant conflict with the Pharisees on the Sabbath. He heals a man on the Sabbath, which clearly they, they defined as work. He, he, they walk a long ways on the Sabbath, which they defined as work. They, he did all of these things on the Sabbath, and so he was in constant conflict with the Pharisees on how the Sabbath was supposed to be. So what was the Sabbath meant to be? Well, the, the word literally Sabbath is Shabbat in Hebrew, and it means to cease or to stop or to rest. It doesn't mean Saturday. It doesn't mean Sunday. It means rest. And it was given by God because we need to rest. Remember, God rested to show us the pattern here. It was not intended for God to rest. It was intended for us to see the pattern. Creation needs to rest. Physical, mental, spiritual, emotional rest. We need a day of rest. Now, it was Saturday for the Jews because it, it, it does clearly say the seventh day. But I want to I propose to you that a day of rest isn't, isn't tied to Saturday. That Sabbath means rest, not Saturday. So, for instance, if you work Sunday, like I do, <laughs> then you have to take your day of rest a different day. But you need a day of rest every week. A day of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual rest every week. Now, notice what, uh, what Jesus says here. Um, it says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. We need this day of rest. We require it. God made us and then showed us how it was supposed to be. We need this day of rest. Now, I, I, I want to I come at this and be honest and tell you that for many years in ministry, I did not take a day of rest because there was ministry to be done. So I didn't take a day. I figured Sunday afternoon was good enough. I just kind of laid around and watched baseball on Sunday afternoon, and that's good enough. I didn't take a day. And it was killing me. Now I take a day of rest. Now Monday, I don't do much of anything. I take a day of rest. And, I, and ministry is better when you take the day of rest that God prescribes. In fact... Let me, uh, let me point this out to you in the, in the creation narrative. God makes man and woman. He makes Adam and Eve at the end of chapter 1 in Genesis. And then the first thing he does is take a day of rest. 
So we, mankind, we work from rest, not to rest. Do you see the difference? We literally were made and then rested before they ever worked. That's how we are made to be. We work from rest, not to it. All of creation needs rest. Now for us, the Lord's Day is the first day of the week. Now, there is a reason for that. We see it in, in, in Acts, in the new church, the church that's, that's just being born in Acts. They take the first day of the week as the Lord's Day. Why the first day of the week? It's the day Jesus was resurrected. So literally, every time we gather on a Sunday, we are commemorating the resurrection of Christ every time we gather on Sunday. So we see this pattern set in the New Testament through the book of Acts, uh, Acts 20, for instance, where it talks about the first day of the week being the Lord's Day. Now, what are the differences between the Lord's Day and the Sabbath? Well, if you look and in Acts, it talks about the Lord's Day, and it talks about how they prepare and eat a meal together on the Lord's Day. You can't do that on the Sabbath. So it literally becomes a different day. We have a day of rest, which is, is set all the way back in Genesis. And then we have a, the Lord's Day, where we get together and celebrate the risen Christ. So you see how they're different. Now maybe yours... Maybe it works for you for Sunday to be both. But if you work Sunday, if you, if you can't rest Sunday, take another day of rest. You were made for it. But we also celebrate the Lord's Day on Sunday. So Jesus makes this statement, is Lord, He is Lord of the Sabbath. What does that mean? Well, Sabbath, again, means literally rest. And so Jesus is the Lord of rest. In fact, we see that again and again in the, in, in the Gospels, don't we? We see, take my yoke upon you, I will give you rest. In Hebrews 4.19, it says that there is a Sabbath rest waiting for those who know Christ. So at the end of the struggles of this life, we have a rest waiting for us. It also means that Jesus is clearly God. Because if he's in charge of the Sabbath, God set the Sabbath all the way back in creation. God set the, the, the day of rest all the way back in Genesis 2. So if, if Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, he is God. Because he's changing the Sabbath. He's taking it from what the Pharisees made it and taking it back to what it was supposed to be, a day of rest. Not a day of following a bunch of rules, a day of rest. And then we, he institutes the Lord's Day in his resurrection. So again, I'll say, I see these as two different things. Maybe it aligns for you that Sunday is a day of rest and the Lord's Day. You come to church and you, you, you enjoy fellowship and you meet with family and and maybe it's a day of rest for you and 
the Lord's Day. But we need both of these in your week. You need a day of rest. And you need a day where we celebrate and contemplate what Christ has done. If, it's, if both of those land on Sunday for you, great. But if they don't, don't skip either one. Make sure you, you celebrate both. So a day of rest and the Lord's Day. And, and I want to I point out, in the commandment, Exodus 28 through 11, it talks about do your work in six days and rest on the seventh. That, again, the idea is rest, but the idea here is you can finish what you need to finish in six days. So, as I said, I'm coming at this uh, from the aspect of I didn't used to take a day off, ever. Now I do, and the ministry is better. It's better because I am rested. Your work will be better if you take a day of rest. You will get done everything you need to get done in the six days, and you will be rested. You will be working from rest. Try it. Try it for a month. If you don't take a day of rest now, try it for a month and see if it doesn't completely change your, your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual self. Take a day of rest and, and celebrate the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day, today. I'll say again, every time we meet on a Sunday morning, we are proclaiming the resurrection of Christ. Not because I say so from up here, but because we are commemorating the day he rose. Sunday, the first day of the week, the day he rose. So we celebrate Christ. We contemplate who Christ is and what he's done for us. All on the Lord's day. So you see, I, they, are, they, are, they are separate things, the Lord's Day and the Sabbath. We need both. We need both in our lives. Today, today's the Lord's Day. Today we celebrate who Christ is and what Christ has done. Are you celebrating today? Do you know the risen Christ today? I'm going to ask that you bow your heads. Sunday is a different day. It's a different day than the rest of the week. It's a different day because we are celebrating and commemorating the risen Christ today. Do you know the risen Christ this morning? Because you can. It's as simple as a prayer. We, we simply acknowledge that we need Christ, that we have sin in our lives. God, I, I, have, I have sinned in my life. I've done things wrong. I've said things wrong. I've thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. But I'm going to trust that Jesus died in my place on that cross, that he died to save me, and that he rose again to give me life, and I celebrate that life every Sunday. prayed that prayer for the first time let somebody know elbow your neighbor let them know come and let me know
Will you, will you commit between you and God to take a day of rest every week as God intended and to celebrate the Lord's day every week as God intended? Will you make that commitment this morning between you and God? Father, we thank you for this, your word. We thank you for the ability, opportunity to gather this morning and celebrate the Lord's Day. Let this be commemoration, celebration, contemplation of the risen Christ today. In his name we pray. Amen.